All right, here at Ludacris Talks, I'm your host, Lou. And I'm Chris. Welcome, guys. Welcome. And first and foremost, we're going to go ahead and just introduce ourselves. Uh, a little bit of East meets the South. Of course, I'm... East, East meaning I am... A- uh, yes. <laughs> yes, I am Asian. And Luis is from the South, like Pitbull in Miami. Can you guess by my accent with the rolls? I can't roll my R's because it's a stereotype that Asians can't really pronounce. Is that R. true? I it is actually that. true. Oh, wow. I, yeah. I guess you can call it a, a bit of a talent with the South. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Luis, would you like to introduce yourself first? Yeah, for sure. So uh, once again, I'm from the South, specifically Mexico. Uh, I'm 28 years old. And I thought you were younger for some reason. Uh, if, if for those that don't uh, or can't look at me right now, I actually have a beard. Uh, you know how it is. I look older with a beard. I do not know that. I thought you were like 26 or something. <laughs> and, and then, cool. uh, yeah. of course, uh, we're going to go into a little, a little bit of a reason why we started this podcast. Personally, for me, it's uh, a project I wanted to start for expressing myself as well as something fun to do rather than you know just in uh in times where you know you you find yourself uh thinking all these philosophical questions of course i wanted to do something where i can express my thoughts as well as kind of have fun with it yeah what uh my name is chris and what he said i'm just kidding uh my name's chris i am 29 now i'm 29 i am <clears throat> half chinese half laotian um the reason why i want to do this podcast was that i feel like maybe i have kind of good advice and i was hoping to share that with other people and i've always wanted to do a podcast because i think like three or four years ago i started watching and listening to joe rogan and i thought like what he was doing like was pretty cool so i just thought like why couldn't i do it you know and i feel like maybe well me and luis we're the first generation growing up here and our parents like immigrated from other countries and i felt like we could give better insight about what it was like to grow up in this country but we'll discuss that more eventually in our later episodes when we talk about what was like growing up here and our insight on how to grow up and how we were taught to grow up, if that makes sense. Basically, we want to make a connection with all of you out there, knowing that uh, a lot of first gen struggled with uh, learning the ropes and, of course, learning how to deal with being a, uh, well, basically from from the ground up, uh, being in a different environment. Some of us didn't necessarily grow up here with the same culture and yeah, lessons. Yeah, like didn't fit in. Basically, you're saying there's always a feeling of uh, being different, but of course, we want to share our experiences, and we hope that we, uh, by sharing our experiences, you can find a friend in us. Shout outs to Toy Story. Okay, Luis, first question. Um, I would like to know, and I'm sure our audience would like to know, is how would you describe yourself using adjectives? Like how how are you as a person? Jesus, this is where the uh, my English grades are gonna get into uh, into question here. Because as an adjective, I, I guess I would describe myself as uh, positive, uh, as 
uh, a bit outgoing, uh, but I'm also kind of a mix of both an introvert and an extrovert. Uh, I like meeting new people, but of course, mm. I, uh, on weekends and other days, I do like to spend my time at home, you know, playing games. Shout out to League of Legends. Yes, shout out to League of Legends. Hard stuck iron, by the way. <laughs> the grind is real. Yeah. <clears throat> as for me, um, I think I would describe myself as, I think I'm an introvert, but there are some times where people say that I'm an extrovert. Um I would say I'm generally a positive person, but I try to stay as realistic as I can in terms of all aspects of life. So sometimes I will be pessimistic, and sometimes I will be optimistic. And yeah, that's that's how I would describe myself at least. A bit of a story here. Excuse me. When I first met Chris, uh, he didn't uh, stand out to me as uh, uh, pessimistic. He actually blew my mind in terms of hmm, opt- really? his optimism, his, his the way he just catches you off guard. And I, I'm pretty sure for those who know him, they they all know that he can be a bit of a jokester. And of course, he catches you off guard with a lot of his I antics. I like to dabble in jokes. Yes. Trust me, guys. He's 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 actually a master of troll. I actually was going to ask you, like, what was your first impression? Of me, actually. So I, I think we met at my. So I've um, I have a shop, like a, you know, your typical Asian grocery store. So I work there and manage it, and I'm pretty sure that I met Luis there, and his then fiance like what four years ago, four or five years ago, more. four or five years ago, yeah. six years ago, six years. I'm ago. not too sure, but I think he was talking about like the patch notes for League of Legends, a game of which I play. So then I was like, "Oh, like, do you see? I don't, I don't even know what I said. Something about patch notes." And I was like, "Oh, you should oh, add." Oh, you play League of Legends, yeah. So, yeah, something like that. So the common interest here was League of Legends. We talked about it, but my initial uh, meeting with him was really just uh, his his family business was actually a place where uh, me and my then girlfriend slash fiance visited a lot. And initially, I I, I didn't really uh, think much of. Uh, the place other than it being just a really great place to get some food. Uh, but then, of course, I started noticing their, uh, the, the owners had children, and I didn't know how old they were, of course, and everybody wants to empathize and wow, say, Wow, he make noticed friends. me. <laughs> and so uh, I, was, I was, of course, speaking about the passionals, and it just became a thing where it, a common interest sparked a friendship. And here we are. Well, I would say, like, that was, like, kind of, like, the only thing we talked about. Yeah, I mean. Initially, but I think we got closer, I would say, like two years ago, maybe. Yeah. And actually, I think it actually uh, began just because uh, th- there's a there's this whole thing where the most uh, more interactions you have with the person, the closer you become, of course. And of course, every time I went there to get some of those uh, tasty uh, balls of his, JK, they're, they're called Cycrox. They're really good meatballs. Yes, yes. Meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> meatballs anyways uh the more i interacted with him the more i realized this, this guy's actually pretty funny he's 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 positive he works out and, and then uh of course there there came the the friendship elevating moment where he asked me to work go work out with him and then we just became uh, was that friends it? yep that was it so oh. it started off with league of legends casual talks hey that's actually a good podcast name casual talks anyways uh going forward he asked me to work out with him and then that began our our friendship from uh, acquaintances to 
best of friends. I think I think it was actually like from from what I remember, I thought it was like remember when we went to get ramen. Do you remember that the double date oh, okay. we to get ramen? I thought that was like the start off cuz after that we uh, just started like hanging out more and we went on like double dates. Then we went to your house to play Monopoly. Okay, but but that's what I'm saying. We became best of friends the moment you asked me to like work out with you. Because at that point, I thought to myself, this guy is comfortable with me. He's he's actually uh, accepting of the fact that you know he wants me to join in his hobbies. Which brings up the next questions. Uh, speaking of hobbies, what kind of hobbies do you uh, engage in? Um, I think. Well, I I like to go to the gym. I like working out. I play League of Legends sometimes. I used to be really into Super Smash Bros. Only Melee, though, because it was faster pace. So, like, I spent most of my college years playing Melee. More than I should have with my friend Jordan Tanlu. So, I used to be, I think, somewhat good. Um, I... In my spare time, I guess, I like to go to grocery stores and just walk around. Because I find... Well, since I own a grocery store, I just think grocery stores are really interesting. Just to walk around, see where they place their stuff, their price points, like just like how they market their products, basically. He's a businessman. Yeah, so like I just try to absorb as much as I can and see if I can apply it to my own, even though like I don't have like the the science behind it, you know? It's like poor man science basically so i just apply it in a smaller scale and see if it works some stuff has worked some stuff hasn't so it's like more of a trial and error thing you know okay luis what are your top three things on your bucket list you know as a as a person who really doesn't uh get out as much as i used to uh it it seems like the thing i want to do most is just things that will be memorable I def- well, I'm not talking about like so for your bucket list like say money is not into consideration and same with like time so basically it's the bill uh, the billionaire's dilemma where you you have a certain um, uh, unlimited amount of money and time yeah I guess you could say that like uh, financially free you know I used to uh, up until I was maybe f- uh, 15 years old I've, I've always wanted to own my own uh like hotels like a it's, hotel it's, it's weird no i know a it's hotel weird. yeah but the thing is I've, I've always thought that the idea of like uh seeing people come in and out like interesting people of course um when i say interesting people i don't mean like the uh the, the people that come for shady stuff <laughs> i i honestly thought you were gonna say like an ice cream truck or something but a hotel is like super weird oh actually l- let me actually get into that because this is the dream i have now that i was actually older like is it an ice cream truck no no it's oh. actually a smoothie shop Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I actually did talk like, to you like about this juice, once. Right? Yes, but uh, some something with like uh, like a okay. So for those who have probably traveled abroad to like Asia and Mexico, you you've seen those uh like fruit stands where they they cut up the fruit for you right yeah. in front of you, right? Okay, I want to do that, but also have like a smoothie shop, but more slack. sanitary too. Right? More, <laughs> of course, more sanitary because <laughs> okay. you know our, our products are always supposed to be the best. I also want to create kind of like a protein smoothie, uh, fresh fruit shop. Why? Well, for one, I feel like that that's kind of life 
uh, that I would want because I would grow my own fruits. Uh, I would not only tend to a shop, I would also tend to a garden. I find that serene. I mean, the older you get, you start to think, you know, uh, you want something that's quiet, something that's uh, meaningful, right? Are you good at caring for plants and stuff, though? I'm I'm decent with plants, but I make some really good smoothies. That's what, that's what I gotta say. Oh I, yeah, the pina colada at your baby showers. Baby yeah. pina coladas. Uh, yeah. I do a triple berry for uh, my wife. Uh, I I like my mangonadas, uh, mm. although I got, I haven't perfected it to the point of this other shop's uh, standard. Honestly, I'm a little jealous. But I go there a lot. Say hey, good business for them. I had a strawberry bush growing up but like i i bought my own strawberry bush and i try to like care for it because i've always wanted to grow my own strawberries and eat it but like i don't know what happened that's when i started to hate birds because they would always eat my strawberries oh man that that's that's uh that's actually unfortunate because i know uh, a lot of uh i didn't take care of it well i should have caged it or something i don't know yeah i mean but smoothie shop, that's... Or, 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 or hotel, why hotel? Okay, so this is what I was saying. I, w- I was young and I was kind of thinking about how I, I can own a string of hotels and, you know, be, uh, get rich that way by passive income, right? I th- life back then for me was like... Free real estate. It's it's free real estate. Yeah, so <laughs> literally real estate. So me thinking that I can literally own a hotel and have other people manage it and then I would just sit on the sidelines and let it manage itself. But see, as I uh, got older, I started thinking to myself, I want to be more involved with the things that I do. I don't want to just sit on the sidelines. I mean, that in a, in a way, that's kind of like letting your time just pass you by. But as I got older, of course, I started to think, okay, I don't really want something that would just make me a lot of money. Because, you know, at the end of the day, money is not going to be at least my source of happiness. Uh, I wanted it to be, you know, something meaningful where I'm involved in it. Yeah, yeah. So as I got older, I, I guess you can say I wised up to the fact that, you know, I, I want to be more involved with the things I do. That's, I would say that's a fair assessment. I mean, yeah. having all the money isn't necessarily everything because you can have all the money in the world. But, like, if you can't really spend it wisely or enjoy it, then there's really no point. Now you find yourself kind of bored with life. Yeah, you got to, but, like, you also have to kind of find that medium of where, like, you can't just... Well, personally, I don't think you can just do whatever you want and enjoy life and not consider money, you know, because, like, at the end of the day, money is the driving factor of our lives, and we do have to be somewhat financially smart about it as well. Yeah, and then that's a little bit of a preview of what we're going to talk about in this podcast, our experience with, like, financials, investing, and just overall how, how we deal with money. We Some may say we're not the best at it, uh, I certainly am going to admit that uh, I splurge sometimes. And, of course, Chris knows about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. Don't. don't. Sorry, Lynn. Sorry. And, and if, Lynn, if you're, if once you listen to this, I'm so sorry. I, I know you deal with a lot of my uh, impulses. And I know it's, it's it really is all about the financial uh, securities of, uh, you know, having the a future, family. You know. Yeah, the future. Yeah, but, but once you have a kid, I mean, everything is different, though, because oh. you, you kind of start saving, like, differently. You start saving. Yeah, like, it, the mindset changes, and some say it's hormonal. But, hey, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about my kid in later oh, yeah, podcasts. Yeah, but anyways, uh, a, a little bit more about the ourselves here. Uh, Chris, what kind of uh, movies or music do you enjoy? Well, I did ask you top three on the book list, but we can do one at first. But, um, oh, go no, ahead. no, that's right. Okay, so... Top, what'd you say? Top movies? Actually, let's do that. Let's do the, the top three movies that you're into. So I'm really, I'm a big Marvel fan. 
So I guess I can't say all three Marvel movies. So I'll just say like my mm-hmm. favorite one. I would say is probably okay. Top three would have to be Spider Man Far Far From Home. Or is it No Way Home? No Way Home. Home Way Home. No Way Home. Uh, <laughs> Endgame or Infinity Wars. So big Marvel fan. Uh, I believe it or not, I am. I love romantic comedies actually. So uh, there is this Taiwanese movie that I really enjoy that hit me really hard in college because it it was essentially the movie that helped me move on from my college sweetheart. So the movie is called You're the Apple of My Eye. So that one's really good. It's like a coming of age story. Kind of makes you angry at times, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you guys have a chance, you guys should definitely watch it. And I would say my third movie is under the category of anime. So for anime, I would have to say <clears throat> top two is probably Your Name. And second would have to be Silent Voice. Although I do have to give Weathering With You very close second because the animation is just really good. I thought it was really good. I yeah. I honestly agree with your uh, anime choices. As for those who haven't seen them, um, if you go watch them, prepare to cry. It's, oh yeah, it's the oh, warning. I have to say, your line April is also in there. Oh man. Okay, so a l- little bit of a side story there. My my uh, my wife hates that uh, show because one, it, why? Huh? Why? Oh, she thinks that it's it's too sappy. Like you, she, it needs more of a plot other than the fact that you know it's it's the kind of like sometimes you live for the sappiness. Yeah, yeah, but it's like the cliche. She says it's the cliche of like someone dying that you have to fall in love quick. You know, like you 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 start to think is like, are they really in love or is she just falling? I in think love they cause... are really in love though. I mean, they didn't force himself. Being no one knew that she was gonna die except for that girl, and oh, she didn't yeah. really force him to fall in love with her. He was already in love with her. All right, all right. It just—it's just a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> I would say so. I mean, I personally liked it be, uh, because it, it shows the dramatic upbringing of uh, a child prodigy, and it has some really well, good. Let's music. not ruin it for. Oh right, no, no spoilers! No spoilers. Go check it out if you guys have a chance. You're lying, April. Trust me, you guys. It's it's peak anime. You can watch it in any month, but it hits a little different if you watch it in April. Okay, Luis, uh, what is one surprising fact that most people do not know about you? It's actually a very good question. I'm, I'm kind of an open kind of book when it comes to my friends. Um, so probably something that pe- people don't know about me is that I'm, I'm a huge K-pop stan. And, of course, shout out to Twice. Twice, you already know. So yeah, I'm I'm very into K-pop. Uh, most people, when they look at me, they probably think, "Oh yeah, he's he's probably not into uh, a lot of things other than you know just his his own hobbies." But it's the beard. <laughs> it's the beard. Actually, I think it's it's the, it's the allure of it. Like I I know my uh, uh, Lynn, my wife, says that I'm into it only because of the pretty girls, but that's not the truth. I actually enjoy the music. It's it's upbringing. It's uplifting. Well, that that is a benefit too. You know. I mean, I, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that they aren't pretty. They're, they're, but not prettier than your wife, of course. Of course, no, she's, she's of course like Chris said, the apple of my eye. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super huge in them. And then my like my top three groups are Twice, number one, Blackpink. Really? 
Yeah, Dude, I don't know why Blackpink they haven't released anything recently. But it's not so much. The, okay, is it, so, is it the record label or what's going on? Uh, it's I think it has something to do with the way they're marketed. So initially, when they were debuted, uh, the market, debuted debuted yes debuted. I'm not sure if that, is that the right way to say this. No, I think I think it's debuted. Okay, when they debuted, uh, they they had some uh, really good numbers. So instead of recording more songs, they decided to tour almost right away. So that's why they uh, a lot of the times you don't see them coming out with new songs because they're always t- touring. Are they? Yeah. So they ca- I think they initially uh, they were actually the first. They no actually it may not have been them but they were one of the biggest groups that came to the U.S. Uh, I remember Coachella said something about that, but yeah. I'm pretty sure twice they just did like a tour in the U.S. and they blew Blackpink. They blew Blackpink's blue numbers underwater. away. Yep. Yes. And twice makes so much more music too. Yep, they, they, I, I gotta say, like anytime that they come out, I'm I'm always uh, one of the. I'm first. surprised. I mean, it, Blackpink was huge here in the U.S. But are they not big right now, or what's going oh, on? Oh no, I would say they're still big. It's just that they don't produce a lot of music. I know they did a lot of collaborations with like um, Selena Gomez and like Nicki Minaj. No uh, way. Yeah, they did. Honestly, like I feel like right now they haven't made any new music at all, unless I'm wrong. But like I don't think they've made anything in like the few like in two in two years maybe actually i think uh, so that's why i'm s- kind of surprised how they're still relevant like i know i feel yeah. kind of bad though because lisa and jenny they get a lot of i like lisa. attention i like lisa because you get a lot uh, of attention but like i think jisoo and rose they get like nothing bro i mean haven't you heard the, the the lisa song money i mean that that's like all over like the internet i mean at least it oh Red yeah i i guess i i but but like that's money, like a, but that's like a solo thing money. though yeah you know? i know but still it, it it has influence on their group because you know if you like the artist you like the group right i i i mean see i mean could, could, you, could you say the same thing about one direction honestly i, I see, don't they know all split i don't know any of the wonder i guess they went four directions <laughs> yeah they yeah north south and the other two north south and east not no relationship to Kim Kardashian's uh, daughter. What's her name? Southwest. Northwest Airlines. Oh, Northwest. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, wait. What was your third third group? You said twice so, Blackpink. Twice Blackpink, and I've always liked uh, Twenty One. Old group. Twenty One Savage. No, just Twenty One. Ah, Twenty One. Twenty One. You know. The... Never heard of them. I've been listening to a lot of Itzy actually. Oh, oh wait, yeah, Itzy's good too. Miss Tina, she's been listening to a lot of Mamamoo. Oh my gosh! So, see, now you're just bringing out more. See, the thing is, uh, other than the main ones I listen to, I, 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 I sparingly listen to the other ones, but I still listen to them. So like Mamamoo, uh, Black Velvet. Oh, I should say Black Velvet's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, Black Velvet is a good one too. I like a lot of their songs. Black Velvet, uh, CL. You listen to CL. She, she was part of Twenty One. Oh, I didn't. I did not. Yeah. Know so that. yeah. So Sia was part of Twenty One. So yeah, I, I listened to her too. I I like the the. Well, I'm not sure if the last song she sung was the one with the. Uh, uh, eat soup, yum yum yum. Uh, my balls will <laughs> run up on you. Uh, I forgot how the song goes. Uh, eat soup. My balls. Yeah. No, no, that's part of the lyric. It's like uh, eat soup, yum yum yum. Got my uh, boys will run up on you. Um. Oh, I believe it's called Hello Bitches. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah so that, that, that's that's what I was referring to. But, but what about K-pop? Do you like? Because I I, actually, I I really don't know myself because I don't understand the lyrics. Personally, I mean, the girls are a plus, but like, <laughs> would, would you say it's like the rhythm? 
it's it's the the spirit it's the the enthusiasm they bring to it because you know mm. when you're when you listen to those kind of songs they energize they motivate and they, they kind of just bring you uh bring you back from like a really uh low mood i mean those are the happy songs but like if you want to feel sad mm-hmm. those sad songs will really hit you as well Oh, okay. Shout out to my uh, adolescent years, teenage years, when I used to listen to Fall in Reverse, uh, Fall Out Boy, uh, Black Veil Brides, and uh, what was the All American one? Rejects, All Yellow American Card. Rejects. Yeah, you know those those songs that made you like re- feel Our really teenage edgy. angst years, you know. Yeah, ang- angsty years. But I meant like, how about the songs in K-pop? Because there are some really good songs in K-pop. They're like, like shout out to Tae Yang, Wedding Dress. Okay, I tell you, and Ta Young, because you know she has those really nice songs. Um, Who was that? She's, I think she was. Wait, wait, uh, she's she was from, from Girls Generation. Gen- Girls Generation. Yep, yep. No, so. no, I'm talking about Ta Young. He was from Big Bang. Big Bang, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, I know a lot of people know the the group. Uh, what, what's that called? The R- BTS. A lot of people are into BTS. I know that. They're 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 pretty handsome. I would have to say, but I don't really listen to them. I I guess I've really gotten into it except. The one song that got stuck in my mind was uh, the butter song. Smooth like butter. Yeah, but then Caramel again, I was I was covered. eating biscuits at the time, so maybe it, like it, it triggered a memory or something. Connected. It connected. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I mean, K-pop for me, it wasn't really just about the 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 people. It was a lot about the 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 energy it brought. Uh, a lot of the the dancing was very upbeat. Dude, I lis- I I listen to K-pop when I work out. It, yeah, like, see? it just energizes it's, it's, me. I don't it's know a why. Pump. It's yes, a pump. It is a pump. Yes, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, Luis, I got one more question for you. <clears throat> this one is going to be a thinker. All right. So, if you could eat dinner for only an hour with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would you choose? Hmm, that's actually a very uh, intense question because it, it really brings it down to like who uh, who your idols are. Would uh, you stick with the idols, or would you stick with like family uh, members, or? I mean, it, if if you ever uh, to ask anyone this question, they would always go with like a late grandma or somebody that they didn't get a chance to know. I know a lot of the times they would say, I, w- I want to, you know, get to know my family member and just know a little bit more about their life. Okay, let's stick it to, uh, let's separate two then. Let's stick with a uh, family member first. Okay, family member. Or I would probably yeah. do the, um, my uh, my grandma uh, from my father's side. Why? Um, well, for one, I, the memories of her aren't as apparent as my maternal grandmother. Mm. At least with my maternal grandmother, I was able to visit her and talk to her and, you know, just be able to be there. But with my paternal uh, grandmother, she, uh, I remember Tibbets, but I don't remember her so well enough that I... How old were you when she passed? I may have been like seven or eight. Uh, oh, okay. So for me, the world was literally new and I was only pursuing the things that interested me. So I didn't... Were, re- were you born here? No, that's the thing. I I I mentioned this earlier. Uh, I was born in Mexico, so oh, I must have blanked out or something. But uh, wait, <laughs> wait, how old were you when you came here? Then I was six years old. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I was I was pretty young. So I, I initially I I started out in like this like care facility where they just took care of children. I think it might have been just like a, a daycare. Uh, my mom says it was preschool, but I just thought of it as like a daycare because all I really did was just like hang out and play. 
that was like for me too like when yeah. i went to elementary school like i think it was like kindergarten or yep. first grade i don't know why they just put me straight into esl they just assume i couldn't speak english or something i don't know That's and all i did was color all day yeah and then they try to like introduce you to like the the phonics stuff like the hooked on phonics stuff no not even dude like they oh just they just gosh. had me color and but they like, had me listening to tapes <laughs> really yeah they, for me i just had to color then i think it was like second or third grade they like finally talked to me and they're like wait you can speak english i'm like yeah they're like all right you're out of esl and i was like that that's it it's funny because you know they they always uh assuming that you're from a different country they always start you out like in an english as a second language class i mean i i can see why they would do that yeah, like it's, it's like a it's, precautionary thing yeah which is I mean, fine but i think they just wasted my time but uh yeah yeah they they uh they started me out like with those tapes and they just had me listening to stuff but besides that like about, uh going back to the topic at hand my yeah. uh the things I remember about my uh, paternal grandma was she always bringing me like little toys or letting me play in like a garden and now that I'm a little bit older like uh the cool thing is uh with my maternal uh grandmother and uh grandfather they actually got to meet Lynn. So I was very oh, happy really? about that. Yeah, okay. uh, they they got to meet her, uh, but my uh, paternal grandmother didn't get to do that. And I mean, I I always I once actually said this to uh, my sisters, like I wish she would at least have been able to stay just a little longer to like meet me and so I can appreciate her more. Because yeah. my biggest regret is that I I didn't appreciate her as much uh, as a little kid as I, I should have or could have now. Well, you were eight. I mean, what do you know? And people can't, yeah, and you can't be blamed for that, right? They, no. they, they'll they say, hey, you, you know, you're you're eight years old. The world is your... Uh, oyster. Oyster, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand where that phrase comes from. I think it's because, uh, you know, you're, you're a pearl in the making. Ah. ah. <laughs> okay, I guess. I guess so. I mean, yeah. that makes sense, I guess. Yeah, but so, so yeah, that would be my... Uh, my uh, who I would want to have more time in this world with. If I had the opportunity, as for uh, someone I want to spe- uh, like, hear yeah, I, I guess the second second category would be like I guess just anyone else, anyone else, yeah. Freddie Mercury, why? That guy is a legend. His songs are amazing. Uh, every day I I drive home, uh, one of his songs either pops up, Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, We Are the Champions. It's 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 kind of those transitional music where like. No matter how old it gets, you're always going to be able to listen to it and feel good. It's, he has he has this uh, aura of like confidence as well as like he's from Queen, right? Yeah, he's okay. he's the lead singer from Queen. I mean, have you seen the movie? I have not. Actually. Oh, you should watch it. It's, it's a good watch. I don't know much about Queen besides the only song that I feel like everyone knows is like "Don't Stop Believing." Or is that wait, wait this journey. journey? Wow, I had know nothing about <laughs> Queen. I guess, huh? Yeah. So. I mean, uh, oh, geez. it's it's just one of those things where, like, if you meet a rock star, you meet someone with, like, a lot of music aptitude, you, you definitely want to see them in person. Actually, you know, I, I'll take that back. Not not so much more of a, a personal interview. More like I just want to see a live show of his. I want to I feel the energy he radiates because his songs are just mm. so amazing. It's like, yeah, yeah, I I understand what you're saying. Like, just you just want to absorb like the reactions of everyone else around you, basically. Yes, and you take in take yeah. in the uh, ambience. Oh, uh, some would actually say that uh, they they may feel the same way about Michael Jackson. 
Mm. Like they ignoring every political thing, every drama, everything that's filled by the the media. His music was great. I mean, people loved the music. He he started out as like what is the Jackson Five. He made a name for himself. Yeah. He 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 wrote Thriller. I've heard of Thriller. Yes. Thriller. Yeah. He 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 wrote amazing music as well. But for me, Queen, uh, Freddie Mercury, will be one of the people I want to see in person. Jeez, I didn't know he actually. I I don't know if that was like the genre of music that you actually listen to. Then again, I don't really think see, about what kind of genre you think. See, that, that's why I said that K-pop was probably something. Uh, at first glance, you would look at me and say, "Hey, I don't think this guy listens to that." That's why I say it's probably something people don't know about me. Oh, yeah. So I actually I have a lot of. Uh, if you were to look at my playlist, it's a mix between my, uh, my uh like banda, which is kind of like the ethnic music from my country. Yeah. Uh, K-pop, uh, J-rock, which is Japanese rock. J-rock. Hmm. J-pop. And uh, classics like uh, uh, Queen's Journey. Uh, I got a little bit from, oh, what, I forgot what that song is called, but I, ju- I just love listening to it. Um, Did you ever listen to Chinese rap? Actually, I do. Oh, my God. It's, it, if I can just show you what's on my phone right now. there uh, A couple of weeks back, there was this uh, Chinese idol show. And I heard this song from there uh, where basically it was like Screamo and... You listen to Screamo too? Okay, okay. So uh, if I can just... I, don't, I, don't I just know. don't like the acronym for Chinese rap because it's, you know, it's crap. It's crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like that. I feel like they should it's like, get I, something I, else. Yo, I don't even know how to like pronounce this, but it, I don't even know how to read it. But it's like rock. But there, there was like this actual uh, point where like someone uh, on a uh, Chinese idol show sang it. And then she had her friend do like the screamo portion of it, and it was just amazing the synergy they had. You know, screamo like people who sing screamo or sc- scream screamo, I guess you would say. Yeah, it's actually a very hard thing to do. You just, know, you gotta have like a really good uh, throat uh, control because otherwise you're just gonna be hurting yourself. Yeah, if only I had a good throat control, but. Oh, which is funny because uh, there's I'm not even sure if you're aware of this, but there's like this uh, this I also listen to Japanese uh, metal. Really? Yeah. 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 So I'm not for those who know, uh, I think it's called baby metal. Uh, there's also baby like, metal. Yeah, it's it's called baby metal. Not um, quite adult, but baby. Uh, so, yeah, it's called baby metal. Uh, there's also one where uh, the, it used to be uh, lady baby. Uh, and it's funny because there's a guy who dresses up as a, a maid that sings rock or that sings heavy metal with them. Yeah, I mean, if you ever... No, in, I'm not surprised. It's Japan, dude. If you're ever in the mood, bro, I would show you, like, uh, it's it's just amazing uh, the things you you find in terms of, like, music. Also, uh, in terms of, like, anime openings, I listen to that as well. Oh, yeah, really good pre-workout, so. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I'm I'm talking a lot here. What kind of music are you into, Chris? Oh, I I go through phrases. Uh, not phrases. Phases. <laughs> phases where I like certain things. Uh, right now, I would say like I'm really into like Chinese ball- ballad music. But I, I, I think last year, I was really into K-pop. Then before that, I was really into like EDM music. So it's like oh, all yeah. in genres, basically. I, I had a country phase. But like I, I don't think the f- type that I usually listen to was like metal or screamo. I don't know why. 
I mean, I listen to Foo Fighters. I don't think that's classified as anything. I think that's more rock. That's just like rock, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I listen to them when I work out because it's like very aggressive. Yeah, like sometimes it's, 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 it all has to align with how you feel at the moment. Because if you listen to yeah. like a really sad song when you're trying to like work out, it's going to bring you down. I only listen to sad songs if I want to be sadder than I already am. Oh, so you're kind of like the one that uh, likes to uh, enhance your experience with your songs. Yeah, regardless of like the emotion, I want yeah. to enhance my emotions. Yeah. So if I'm sad, I'm gonna listen to sad music. If I'm happy, happy music. But I don't know if that's healthy. I'm, no, I mean it's it's uh, it's freedom of expression, bro. It's like you you get to listen to things that will make you feel a certain way because you want to feel a certain way. I mean, have you ever thought to yourself like, hmm, I haven't been sad in a while. Let's listen to sad music. I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of people say that, and then they go to the mirror and cry. <laughs> they they Who cries least... in the mirror. Like the I most have. efficient way is crying in the showers Something. because the sound gets muted and you wash away your ah. tears. But sometimes it's it's those it's the days where like you haven't felt anything in a while you feel numb, so you just like go into the mirror. Shout like, out to Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. Uh, in the end, right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, you mean numb? That's horrible. Anyways, um, yeah, like you know when you feel like so so damn uh, detached from the world, numb. Like you you just need a moment where like you can just let your emotions ride out. So you go to the mirror and watch yourself cry. It's it's a humbling experience. I don't think I've done that personally, but I'm pretty sure Tina has. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's or it's, she'll take selfies of her crying, and, like, she'll look back and be like, man, that was a moment of weakness, and just laugh it off, you know? But, like, I guess I haven't done that, I guess, yeah. It's like the... It's like, uh, it's the... Uh, let's let's use the metaphor of, like, a bottle. If, if you always keep yourself bottled up, eventually you're just going to burst uh, out and, like, cry or lash out. A lot of people say that if you can't express your emotions health uh, in a healthy way, they, they end up expressing themselves in, in, a, in a method that you can't expect or will expect. I mean, that's, that's fair. Everyone has their own way of dealing with emotions. But I yeah. guess for me, it's like... I just talk to people if I like feel upset or something, and Which I guess is great. Yes, that's actually yeah, a good way to like uh, regulate yourself. I I think I'm like very blessed to have like a group of friends that like are willing to listen to me. Like whenever I have something to talk about, whether it be like about work, personal life, relationship, you know, and they're just like there. It's like hear me vent basically, and that's why I personally like to do that for other people too because. Essentially, like, if they're willing to do that for me, I feel like I should do it for them, too. And it's not like, um, it's not like something like I feel like, oh, I'm obligated to do it. Yeah, but, like, I actually like, want to do that yeah. for the other person, you know? Because I feel like if I'm, if I couldn't share any of my emotions to anyone else like that, that would suck, you know? So I want to be that person to be like, hey, it's okay. You can, like, vent to me. Mm. And I will listen. I will give you advice if you want it. Otherwise, I can just listen. You know, like sometimes like listening is just the best thing to do for the other person if they need, you know. Yeah, a lot, a lot of times like you, you, you need that kind of support system. I mean, you you can't you, you can't do things on your own. And I've seen people try to do it like they try to do things on their own. They end up just like breaking down more and it gets harder for them. You need that kind of support system. Yeah, you do. And yeah. I don't know what. I had a person in my life before. They were so proud. It's like they were saying, like, "Oh, I can do everything myself," you know. Mm -hmm. And they're they're basically saying, like, "I don't need a support system, and I can do it." 
and I don't know why they would brag about that. I mean, like, I don't think that's something to be proud of. I mean, there's nothing wrong to have someone support you. You know, yeah, you need like, friends and family around you. Yeah, there's the there's the feeling of, of independence, but there's also the feeling of knowing that there's someone there that w- is willing to help you out, even if you don't ask for it. They're there, right? Yeah, it's comforting. It's comfort for sure. It's it's emotional insurance, <laughs> as one might put it. In fifteen minutes or less. Yeah, but like, wait, what? What are we? What were we talking about? Music. Music. We were talking about music and. Like, oh yeah, but I listen to anything. Like I. Thomas Rhett, Marry Me, really good song. You guys should check it out. Country. All right, so follow up to that since we actually got in a little bit into like the emotional supports is what is something you had to overcome or what's probably a big uh, one big obstacle you had to overcome? In terms of what? In terms of life or you can you can say relationship, life or just overall uh, uh, financial or business obstacle. It can just be anything. What, what what do you feel has been the hardest thing to like uh, deal with lately? Lately, yeah. Uh I don't know. Like I, I feel like I feel like I have a lot of things to talk about in terms of like what I've overcome. I don't know if we should save it for like no, we, we can actually episodes make a, a second or, episode because yeah. the, I I do have a lot to talk about in terms of like I have. I feel like I've overcome or it's still working on overcoming a lot of things in the different categories, like hmm. in terms of relationship, work. I guess for personal, I guess right now, I'm just trying to get in better shape. But like the it main problem that I have is like, I just like to eat. <laughs> and like, it, it sounds like, I don't know, like Tita. Tita's my girlfriend, by the way. But like Tita, like she is just very worried about me having an unhealthy relationship with food. You know, you don't like limit your, your food intake until you're starving. Do you? I don't. But like, the thing is like, I feel like my diet is not very consistent because there are Mm -hmm. some days where like my diet's like very good. I'll hit my macros, Mm -hmm. hit my protein. But there are some days where like, I'm just really feeling the food and it's just tasting really good. So I just like overindulge now for like Tina's, um, birthday like i told you uh, we made barbecue yeah we made korean barbecue it was really good and i I just ate a lot of meat and i just passed out afterwards you know so like it's like that which is fine i feel like you should treat yourself once in a while but like if you overindulge like that it's not healthy Uh, i would say some some would argue it's it's just not healthy to do it uh uh for a prolonged uh like prolonging it over several days i mean once in a while is good i mean uh, if not if anything we're all human here man it's like we we should indulge once in a while it's yeah but like you don't want to make it like a bad habit like oh no no don't don't develop the the feeling that you need to do this every time just to feel good yeah that so it's like i'll overindulge then i'll like feel bad i'll feel bad then like i'll like try to stay strict on my diet again Mm. no and like, I mean, with work, you know, and all, like sometimes I don't even have time to eat. So See, that's, that's like what I was thing. worried about. Yeah. Then I'll go home. So I don't eat. I'll probably have protein shake, protein bar in the, for breakfast and mm-hmm. work gets busy. I don't even eat all day. Then when I go home, I'm hungry, you know? So then I'll just like binge eat. And that's like a really bad thing to do in terms for me. I don't, I don't know if 
that works for other people. I wouldn't really advocate binge eating because I don't think that's healthy. But like that's just like a not very healthy for me to do. That's like one thing that I'm struggling to overcome right now. So your struggle is with the uh, the ideal that uh you you have an unhealthy relationship with your food. I don't think I do, but I think Other I could are. I could go down that road though. Got you know? it. Okay, so yeah, it all comes down to like you feeling like you're not disciplined at times, right? I think I think it would be better if I just like had time to eat basically. You know, I like a set meal. Uh, okay. But like the thing is like I don't like to eat at work because when I eat, I like to enjoy my food. Okay. Yeah, I see that. I I I hate just eating fast and just going back to work cuz some people see food as just fuel, you know, they just eat whatever and go back to work or yeah. go do their own thing. For me, like I really like to enjoy my food. So I like to usually I feel like everyone does that. Everyone does what I do. They they sit down, have food, and they watch YouTube. Okay, you yeah, know? that's part of the American experience, you know, having I mean, the entertainment. You do it too, right? Yeah, I, I do. And yeah. that's something I actually said before too. Uh, I used, uh, for those that don't know, I, uh, uh, most of the time I just sit in front of the TV and eat unhealthy habits, of course. But hey, uh, it's it's how it's how we got comfortable doing things, and sometimes you you just live in the comfort, and that's the worst thing, right? It's like you. You embe- uh, you embellish yourself with the fact that it's comforting, it's comfortable to just do this or that. It's easy, right? Yeah, I mean, com- comfort is fine, but like, if it's like, if it's not what you want, then it's 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 gonna get hard to change. You know? Yeah, it, you develop like uh, deep rooted habits, and that's that's those are the hardest to break. Yeah, so, I mean, would you say your relationship with food is fine? No, so well, that's probably something we're gonna talk about in a uh, in a later podcast. But yeah, growing up, uh, my relationship with food was was literally uh, eat what you want, eat as much as you want, and just be satisfied, live a happy life, and live happily with food. I mean, would you say like your parents being immigrants has a tie to that? Because like my parents coming from like Laos, you know, like they didn't have much food. You know, and when they came here, they just wanted to make sure that we had enough food. So that's why they didn't really monitor what we ate. And that could, like, essentially translate and habitat, like, bad eating habits growing up as well, you know. It, it doesn't help that the, we went from uh, traditional f- uh, food being made to having the option to eat out a lot. Because uh, the one thing that my mom mentioned when uh, she was over in uh, our hometown where I was born was the fact that she and she would where always. Where were you wait. born, by the way? Huh? What what city were you born in? Uh, I was born in a city state called Michoacan. Uh, so and then a little ways from there, uh, there's a little town mm. called Tarimbaro. Shout out to Tarimbaro. They just had their carnival, and honestly, I wish I, w- I could have gone. <laughs> But anyways, uh, yeah, so it's the change from kind of a early start uh, food needs to be put on the food needs to be put on the stove, needs to be made by hand mm. to coming to a society where at the end of the block, there's like a McDonald's or the yeah. introduction of like fat, fast foods. I mean, yes, there's fast foods over in those little small towns, but they're more like food stalls and either and they're still kind of made uh, by hand. Right. There's there's no like uh, uh what do you call that uh processing. It's not it's not manufactured uh 
it's not manufactured to be unhealthy. It's just made by hand and it's like natural ingredients versus what they, they add in some of the food that we have here. Well, I would say like food right now is like, well, okay. So living in America, I feel like it's constant work. Like you always have to work. And at the end of the day, you still have to work more. So all the foods right now, it's like, it's cheap because it's processed, but like you usually eat it not because it tastes good and it's cheaper, but like it's, it's more out of convenience. Convenience, yeah. Yeah, that's like the biggest killer right now. That's why I think, well, you do meal prep on Sundays, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah. It's something I'm very proud of and also uh, uh, influenced by Chris because he's actually the one that actually started me out on uh, dieting and uh, working a lot, working out a lot more than I usually did. Uh, because of him, um, I'm actually a, a, a lot thinner than when we first met. So yeah. I don't remember. I was I I was chubby, dude. I Were was you? Like, yeah, uh, Lynn's mom. At, at the end of the day, it's your health, dude. You know, yeah. you can't get that back. Lynn's mom mentioned it. Uh, Lynn's mentioned it, saying that I I had a really unhealthy relationship with food, just kind of like what you're saying, but completely into the uh the the fact that for me, food was more of a uh, something I ate for fuel, and that that was it. I didn't enjoy it. Like I, if you uh, had if you had seen me back when I was like in high school to college. Oh, dude, I've seen. I, I've stalked your Facebook. Like, yeah, okay, you were, you were really skinny. <laughs> yeah, I was I was skinny, but then uh, I started uh, when I started working uh, like corporate jobs. It was literally more sitting down. Uh, I would go out to eat for lunch. Convenience, right? Take Convenience. Food, yeah. yeah, I would always eat at the cafeteria at, at my place, and it was always either a burger, or a sandwich that was prepared with like everything, kind of like the subway line thing. And eventually, I I stopped doing that. It's a little. Uh, more or less influenced from my wife as well as Chris was the fact that I needed to be more mm. conscious of the things I ate. Because like when you're working all day and you come home, like you don't want to just tired. Yeah. You don't want to work out. You want to eat good food or food that tastes good or, you know, and food that tastes good. What well, isn't always healthy. Yeah. But yeah. And it's like convenient too. So you like maybe go get takeout, you know, and you don't want to exercise because like you just worked a long ass day. You want to yeah, enjoy tired. your time. Yeah. You want to relax. So what's better than just sitting like sitting in front of the TV and just eating the food that you like? Uh, and then that's when you get kind of comfortable. That's when it's it starting to be a, a bad habit. Yeah. yeah. It's it's hard uh, balancing out like all this stuff, especially for you, since like you have work, you have your kid, you have your wife to take care of, and now like working out your health, like you know that's really important because like if you don't take care of your health. And it helps if Lynn helps you out too with like. Oh, she's amazing when it comes to those things. Like, yeah, that's even good. even now uh, we're recording this podcast, she's taking care of our child. She's uh, from the, the day I met her, I knew she was the one. I I knew she was the one for you too when, when I saw <laughs> the her. The day you met her, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But like, it it helps if Lynn helps you manage your health too, because it's like life is busy. You know, if so, if you have someone that helps you watch your weight as well, it, it helps a ton. Because that's just one thing that you don't have to worry about as much. You shouldn't rely on Lynn. But at the same time, like, I don't know how to explain it. Because, like, for Tita, like, I watch, I try to manage her eating habits. I'm not saying, that, like, I, I, like, don't allow her to eat certain foods. Oh, no. But it's, like, I'm just more aware of, like, 
hey, like maybe we could eat a healthier alternative or something like that, you know? That's communication. Yeah, that's that's definitely it because like you want your partner to be in good health. Otherwise, how else are you guys going to grow old together? Huh? Right? Hey, Tita, if you're listening to this, this this guy is, you know, he's a keeper. He's He cares a lot about you. Yeah, she's just very sundere. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how me and Lynn started out too. It's like I, uh, part part of the the problem I had back then was I I was always like going out to eat like to like buffets and like getting uh takeout. Mm. Like uh, one one thing that actually was was really funny was uh, uh one of the reasons why my relationship with Chris is great is also the reason why I had a, a unhealthy habit with food. I would always go to his uh, his shop and. Uh, oh come on! You can't blame me for that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, really? I, hey! Let me just say, I had the weekend special. Mm. I, I had the uh, the drinks, the tricolor drinks. I had the meatballs, and then occasionally I would have the the pork belly, uh, five spice pork, but all delicious, by the way. And one of the reasons why it was really hard to quit it. But I hey, think it's, I think I'm gonna have to start cutting you off if you come too often now. No, 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 no. You can't cut me out. That's my stuff. But yeah, it went from being more of every week to maybe once or twice a month, mm-hmm. which is great. I mean, he he sees less of me, which isn't that great. But hey, he he knows I'm. I'm yeah, I, but we still talk, you know. Yeah, we still talk. We've, but like I said before, best of friends. Yeah, but then uh, let's let's actually get into another topic that I'm very curious about. Uh, when it comes to um, the stress in your life, how do you how do you like to manage it? Working out, just by working out. Working you know, out, you, yeah. you're fighting those demons in the gym. It's like I don't know why working out helps. It's just like like it's just like built up like frustration or like you exerting that frustration a little bit, yeah, okay. like that. Yeah. Or like I used to play a lot of like or just hanging out with friends. I wouldn't say playing league helps at all because, like, if you lose, you know, toxicity in league for those who know. Dude, I don't know why in league, like, when you lose, you get you get so angry. Right? <laughs> but when you win, you feel nothing. It's it's so weird, and and yet you still keep playing. It's the endorphins, bro. <sighs> that was that was me. Like last night, I was pl- up playing till like one or two in the morning, bro. Because I just kept losing. Oh, that's a good thing. Uh, it's not, dude. But like, usually working out helps me. Yeah. A lot or hanging out with friends but like there are some days where i'm just like so upset yeah i just want to sleep so usually i'll just go home eat like a little bit i guess shower and just sleep it off and just hope like tomorrow's a new day it won't happen again you know that's a very positive outlook on things i mean uh it's when it comes to stress is it's very it's the way you do things very well yeah, i guess it depends what kind of stress though is it like long-term stress or is it just like immediate stress no i mean like uh if, if you've had a, uh, a bad day at work and you just want to like uh de-stress what, what would you do was is it league or would it, would it be the gym you should just hang out with friends definitely gym gym, gym. helps a ton yeah or hang out with friends but like if like i'm not in the mood for either one of those i'll just mm-hmm. sleep mm-hmm. you know because like nothing else you can do i mean if you talk to anyone else you're not gonna be in a good mood then if you accidentally take all your anger out on them You'll then they're gonna that. be in bad mood too yeah it's, then, it's like a it's like a yeah. it's contagious in a way yeah so then you just sleep you can't you can't hurt anyone if you sleep you know and like you usually feel better 
Yeah, I mean that. Uh, I feel like that's how babies feel. Like when they're upset, they just take a nap. Cranky, and, cranky, yeah, and adults yeah. should just do the same. If like, you're ever mad, just take a nap. Yeah, that's, wow. that's a good way to like deal with some things. Or eat really good food. Oh, I mean, uh, kind of going back to that, and I apologize for doing this, but like it, uh, when it comes to food, I, I never really uh, liked anything other than what tasted good. But uh, Lynn, uh, the funny thing is, Lynn introduced me a lot to how vegetables should be like. Dude, flavored. you gotta roast it. No, not roast just the it. roasting; it's it's the spices and all the the stuff that you can do with it. Like for me, uh, my vegetables used to always just be kind of like uh, very basic, like salt, pepper. Uh, Dude, garlic. try roasting it. Honestly, roast your vegetables, okay. and it's so different. All you need is salt and pepper, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's, that's olive the thing. oil, and you just roast it. But that's the thing. Like I, I had I had an introduction to how things should be uh, eaten in a way that makes them flavorful but also healthy. Like it, it's it's the garlic, salt, uh, a little bit of of uh, galangal, maybe even some ginger. Like the like the, the powder. Like no, not just the powder. Like you can make a sauce out of it. Like you can saute some like vegetables in it. I mean, it, technically, sometimes it just ends up being like teriyaki sauce, but. Mm. There's there's times where like you can make it like really really nice like you can bake some really good stuff. I feel like people that don't like vegetables, they were never introduced to it properly. No, I, I don't think they're cooking it as well as they could. That's yeah. why you don't like it. If yeah. you cook it well, it tastes amazing. Like uh, most of the times, I've, when I've seen people, and uh, I'm not just talking about like just steam vegetables. I was about and to say you they just, just steam the vegetables and you drown it in ranch or whatever sauce. That's not uh, exactly healthy as well. Yeah, like. If you eat steamed vegetables, shout out to you. Like, that's amazing, you know, because you don't have to add any other added calories. But, like, if you just drown it in ranch or, like, whatever sauce, barbecue sauce, that's not that's not healthy at all. You're basically just coating the, the nutrients. Yeah. You're, you're, you're tasting the sauce, not the actual vegetable. I mean, that that yeah. was one of the things, too. Like, I mean, when you were growing up, you, you were given, like, uh like school lunches they would just give you like those little raw carrots and like i we always no one in my school ever ate those all we did yeah. was you know i don't know why there's they were squeaky for some reason so we would put it off against the table and just Smash slam it, it <laughs> and just see it fly oh man that that has to be an episode we're gonna talk a little or, bit or about a school days like that. or you can squeeze like that it will just yeah. fly and i got yeah. detention one time because i think it hit someone yeah yeah. Like my favorite thing to eat at school was like always those little like sliced apples and like breakfast they used to give. Oh my gosh, it was good. Dude, but they served like the apples with caramel, if I remember. No, at my school they 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 just gave us the apple slices, uh carrots and then was you Was it got... pre-sliced? Yeah, it was already pre-sliced. In a bag, right? Yeah, a little bag. But they didn't have like the caramel. Unless you're thinking about that I'm not sure. This will trigger a lot of memories for those who went to uh like public schools but there was like this peanut butter and jelly graham cracker sandwich it was so good like you would get them when you when you go like on field trips it it was like a purple packaging it's it's like uh graham crackers uh and then there's like peanut butter and jelly usually it was like grape jelly i don't remember it was like a cracker or no it was like it was literally like a a little sandwich bar like you would get them when you go like field trips sometimes what brand was it there's no way a school brand it's I mean, if I can find, I would show you. But moving a little bit forward here, like... Oh, dude, do you remember Kudos bars? Kudos? Kudos. Like, Kudos. K-K-U-D-O-S. No, Kudos snack bars. Dude, those were the shit back then, honestly. It was like a granola bar on steroids. Because it was basically a candy bar, but with, like, 
as a granola bar or marketed as a granola bar. Bro, it looks like one of those protein bars you get. Have like, you seen it? Yeah, well, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, dude, that yeah. was it was so good. <laughs> I don't know why they discontinued it. Uh, I mean, I, I gotta say, it looks like it, it was it was chock full of a lot of sugar. <laughs> you yeah, do. yeah, childhood ob- obesity. That's why I feel like a majority of Americans are obese. This is what I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure you've seen it. Oh my god! Well, you probably you probably went to those uh, uh, schools where they they serve like the really good stuff. But for me, this I is... I don't think so. Did you? No. Did you go to like a wait? Where did you go to school? Like in Egan? Are you talking about elementary school or high school? Oh, I mean just like uh, middle school, high school, because that's where they serve. Uh yeah, in Egan. I mean, I don't remember much about about middle school lunch. I just all I remember is like thinking back now. Food back then was really cheap. Like you got like you get a whole basket of fries, and that yeah. was like considered a la carte for like yeah. three bucks. Yeah, and I back then that was that. like a lot of money for me, you know. So I never got it, but like the kids that could afford a la carte, I always made friends with them, and they always give me the fries. This is way before they had the healthy incentives. You you can get your burger, you can get like the fries before they changed them to those like uh, sweet yeah, potato thanks, fries. Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama. I mean, hey, I mean, no, no, that's a good thing. It's like, good. actually, it's thank great. you, thank you, Michelle Obama. Yeah, yeah like it's, it's good incentive. I mean, but like uh, back then, the school lunches were like way more indulging in a sense. Did you know that Michelle Obama actually did not have the most influence on Americans getting fit? Do you know actually what was? What was it? Pokemon Go. When Pokemon oh, yeah. Go first came out, yeah. that's when the world was actually united. World was united. Everyone was out catching Pokemon. Like, no one, no one, like, I've never seen it before. I remember when it launched, I was at work, and then even, even like, my coworkers were, like, just walking around. These are the, the, the kind of individuals who, like, literally uh, rather spend their, like, lunches watching, like, YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. But they were playing the game. They, they would go out onto, like, the trails and things. And they were, and then they would be like so happy when they came back with like a uh, new Pokemon. I was jealous because uh, when I downloaded it, I couldn't find the same ones. But hey, they they had secret spots. Did they? Yeah. I thought it was just RNG. No, it was. Isn't it like uh like certain Pokemon will spawn in certain places? Like regional stuff, or is that more like just in general? So I think they started <laughs> off with just like the the first hundred and fifty Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, like oh, I remember one time like I I I went out on a walk. Uh, where, where I used to have an apartment. Yeah. There was a Blastoise, but I couldn't catch it. <laughs> Dude, I got a Blastoise with Tina at St. Paul College. Yeah? But there was one time, I was driving my friend Alan. I don't know why I was hanging out with Alan. Uh, and Just chilling. No, we were, I was driving, then he was playing Pokemon Go, then all of a sudden he finds a Dratini. And we're like, well, we gotta go back. And I'm driving like 55 <laughs> miles per hour, okay? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I gotta go back, but like I couldn't. It, it was like, gone by then, because like, they had spawn rates. You know, or spawn times. You know what they they actually made it a, a public thing where like you can actually cra- catch a Dratini in the Mall of America. Like if you walked around enough, there was uh, there was like a, a I don't know what it was, but like Dratinis were very uh, abundant in Mall of America. Really? Yeah, I went there once, and me and Lynn were just like playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. Well, uh, we we found a Dratini, uh, and we caught like our. Like there, I think it might have been like an event, but we we just caught like Dratini, and there was like a Dragonite there. Did you ever go to uh, Rice Park? No, but dude, I dude, that's where everyone went. Like when when it first came out, everyone was always at Rice Park, and like I I like to cause chaos. Yeah, I'll just randomly scream Gyarados, Lapras, or <laughs> Dragonite, and just run, <laughs> and everyone just, like, just goes that way. Yeah, 
Ah, great times. Um, I mean, a little bit of controversy behind that. People used to like set up pokey shops and lures so they can mug people. Really? Did you know that? Because I, I know there were you a lot of that? vendors at Rice Park yeah. during those specific times because that's when like everyone went out and like they were selling like food, snack drinks and like stuff like that. But like people actually got mugged. Yeah, the people actually got mugged. So pe- what they would do is like you, there was this uh, this uh, mechanic in the game where like you can set out berries or lures to get people to no not people but yeah yeah get yeah. the Pokemon's to come to a incense. certain spot yeah yeah incense and then when that happened like the people would be lured to where the Pokemon are in button right but yeah. usually they wouldn't pay attention to where they're going they would go like to dark places or um, uh very poorly lit places and then they would get mugged. Like it, it's it's crazy how how much wow. that uh that that actually influenced people to you know uh think, be safer I no guess. think alternatively of how to like uh get people's money or mug them. Dude, it's like it was crazy too. Like you remember like when they they had this whole thing where it was like oh I bet you Area Fifty One has like rare Pokemon's and. Dude, well, didn't didn't everyone try to raid Area Fifty One? Yeah, that was a, that was a funny thing. It's like, it's like but no one all, did it though. We're all gonna like Naruto run into Area Fifty One. Dude, the government <laughs> said on their website, "Do not invade Area Fifty One because we will shoot, shoot you. you. Yeah. We will shoot you." Yeah, but hey, that didn't stop people because people still went down. It was in Nevada. Oh, really? Yeah, they yeah, still they went get arrested. Down. Uh, people who try to cross the the little gate, yeah, but like, did well, they get shot? Not sure. I, I didn't read too much into it. I just know people went down there. They set up like this little uh, in camps around there. But theoretically speaking, though, if a million people went, there's no way they, they couldn't could, stop us. They, they can't. They really can't, though. They can't. They can't shoot a million people. Oh, what? I mean, they hmm. could shoot at the million people, but they, they wouldn't c- be able yeah. to shoot a million people. <laughs> but there is something in there, I think. I mean, but oh, that will go under our conspiracy podcast. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's gonna be again. We're a variety show. We're gonna just talk about anything and everything. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we apologize if we get off topic. But like, I it's guess gonna I, I, I guess the the fluidity of the conversation just kind of leads us wherever. What were we even talking about before? I don't know. I think we we're talking about like our relationship music, right? with food. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we oh, went yeah, from yeah, music yeah. to food. Yeah, so that's why I was introducing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> I mean, uh, at this point, it's kind of a good introduction to, like, who we are. and Yeah, as you guys can see, like, I feel like we're pretty easygoing. Um, got nothing to hide yet. Uh, we, we, we try to, well, we're going to go, we're going to go ahead and just, like, uh, give our opinions and thoughts. I mean, no, there's no 100%. Like, when it comes to this podcast, you don't have to agree. You don't have to disagree. Everything is just a matter of entertainment and and kind of thoughts on things. But if you guys do have like an opinion or anything, like Feel free we would to love to, us. Yeah. yeah, contact us. See if maybe well you'll be on our show. Who knows? Yeah, we're we're hoping to like expand this to the point where we can actually start interviewing others and you know being more public. Yeah, I mean, contact us if you have your own opinion and you want to share it. Go ahead. Or if you disagree with what we say. I'm down for a debate. I was in debate club for two days in high school, and I and I've been called charismatic to a point. So you know, I yeah, I didn't join because there was like a fifty five dollar fee back then. Yeah. I thought I could just join for fun, but I think I just learned in the end. I just like to argue with people. <laughs> I think uh, he he plays devil's advocate a lot, so I and do. that's good. I mean, I it, play both sides. If if you're open to uh, uh, debating, yeah, it's 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 good. It's good fun. It's only fun if you you're knowledgeable. 
Hey, if, you, I, if you know nothing, that's actually, not fun, you know? actually, there there are some people who know nothing and still debate. Hmm. Well, let's not get into that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I think we will cut that off for I guess our first episode, right? Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, <coughs> yeah. For thanks, listening, everyone. And this is just a well, one of many to come. All right. Uh, Christopher signing off. And Lou signing off. Have a good night, guys.